or you said like couches and beds all over like is someone dancing someone's having a drink and someone's just fucking next to them yeah like sometimes like at at the bar like people will fuck at the bar standing right in front of me like staring at me <laughs> that's <laughs> that's interesting Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanagato. I'm Greg Dybeck. For anyone that would like to be a guest on our show, don't hesitate to reach out. Our email is oplpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us your story and we'll get back to you. Today, we're going to peer into a business that you probably wouldn't know existed unless you were looking for it. So we had a woman reach out and she said that she works at a secret sex club in New York City. So we're going to find out what goes on uh, behind those doors. But we've got the guest on. So thanks so much for being on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. So what is the Secret Sex Club? Because we live in New York City. Uh, I walk down the street all the time. Never seen a sex club, I don't think. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Um, it's funny because people always ask like where the club is that I work at. I've worked at a couple of them. Um, but the one I mainly work at like 90% of the time is in Midtown, um, right by Madison square park. So like in a popular area. Wow. So there's just like a secret door you got to knock on and then all of a sudden you're in a sex club. It's funny because it, so it's like an unmarked door, like in a high rise, like with, you know, office buildings and stuff. Um, but they, I guess when it's like time to start the party, they put out this placard, um, like by the buzzer where you would buzz in that has the actual like address, like numbers on it. So people can like easily identify because it is just a door that you would never think twice about. Okay. And what is a sex club? Like, what is this like there's music and dancing and fucking? There's music and dancing. Um, so sometimes it's kind of different. Like I've been, I'm like in the lifestyle, I guess you could say. So I frequented clubs before I actually started working at one. So the club that I work at, they're more like a, almost like a regular club that you would go to. There's music, people will dance. It's multiple floors. So it's like three floors. And then there's a bunch of couches and beds everywhere where people fuck um and yeah so the club that i work at is kind of more they identify as like a swingers club but i don't know it's not really a swingers club in my opinion it's more because they allow single people to come too so there are some clubs that are couples only there are some clubs that don't allow single men only single women and then couples or you have to have reference. So my club specifically, um, it's one of the only clubs I think in New York City that actually allows single men to come with no reference and they can just pay at the door and come. So basically anyone can go to the club that I work at. And what do you do at the club? Uh, bartend, which is like the loosest definition of bartending possible. Like I had no bartending experience prior to that. And um the club that I work at also is BYOB. So there's no actual bartending going on. We just provide like mixers and people bring their own alcohol, like a bottle of whatever. I keep it behind the counter. And then whenever they want a drink, I basically pour it in a cup for them. It's very, <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. It and sounds also, like you're like just I, there observing. 
Yeah. And also I like serve as eye candy. Like I have to dress up as, you know, sexy, right? Like I have to wear a little hoe outfit. I have to be topless for part of the night. So that is like kind of part of the allure is like, oh, okay. you have this hot bartender. with so not your typical titties. bartender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So I love stuff like this. Like, I just love the idea. <laughs> I love sex helps. What's the address? <laughs> no, I <Yeah>. love, <laughs> I just <laughs> love the idea that like, this is that this really happens. Like this is the stuff you see on movies sometimes. Like there's a secret door and you have to get the address from someone that knows and then like knock three times and people are walking past and have no idea what's there. But like this is really here, probably all over the city, probably all over all the world. Over. And like honestly pretty popular. Like I've been to a bunch of different clubs like and they're all in places that I just would never think to go. Like uh, you know, the one I work at, it's like in the middle of Midtown. And then I've been to one that's like right by Penn Station. Another mm. one that's like off, right off like the Wall Street, like J train, basically. So they're kind of everywhere. Is there a lot of sex going down at this place? Or is it like, for the most part, people are coming and having a good time and some people are topless or whatever, but like, or is it mostly people are up there and they're fucking? So... It, it depends. So, like, <laughs> that's where it gets a little dicey. And that's where, like, the club I work at, I think it gets a bad rap in the community because they do allow single men. So, you know, I guess, like, at other clubs I've been to that are, like, couples only or whatever, they'll, you know, people just get straight to it. You know, like, even at the club I worked at, like, we have many couples who come in and basically just, like, use it as their own, like, short-term place to like have sex like after dinner or something you know like they'll just like hey come in do it and leave like 30 minutes flat you know is but then it, some people is it come in private though like i'm just trying to paint this picture in my mm. mind or you said like couches and beds all over like is someone dancing someone's having a drink and someone's just fucking next to them yeah like sometimes like at at the bar like people will fuck at the bar standing right in front of me like staring at me <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. And like a lot of guys will come and like jerk off and like stand right fuck? next to me and like jerk off. Right. So then it's like, okay, if you're going to stand there and jerk off, like you better put some money in my tip jar at the very least, you yeah. know? So it's a free for all. Like you can just do whatever you want, wherever you want. Yeah. Yeah. So the, so I feel like I, I guess I can only speak to the club that I work at, but our club only has like all open rooms. So some of the clubs that I've been to, they'll have like all open rooms, but then they'll have a couple of private rooms where you can like close a door. And it's basically like a weird cubicle that they threw a bed in, but like you could have a little bit of privacy, but you're still like obviously in a room with other people. Right. But mm -hmm. then the club I work at, they're, pretty big on like no one's allowed to be out of sight you know so there's no like closed door rooms like everything's open it's just kind of divided by like curtains so imagine like a big room on like a floor of like a an apartment or whatever but instead of walls everything's just kind of divided by like curtains so it's easy to like peek around a curtain and like look at things and obviously they keep it pretty dark because no one wants a like very lit up space <laughs> when sure. they're like trying to have sex, you know? 
Um, and then we have rooms that are also like intentionally very, very dark, like almost, almost like pitch black. So then people can have like that feeling of privacy, but yeah, they're, they're like pretty strict about like, they don't even let people go like two people in the bathroom at a time. And there's like showers and stuff too, but they're like pretty strict at the club that I work at about, about that. Why are they so strict about that? Um, I, well, well so no like one gets this, like assaulted or anything. Yeah. Either, right. Uh, like yeah, just make sure it's all consensual and good. Totally. Which yeah. Means you, that's like you're being reason. watched the whole time you're having sex basically. Yeah. It's the same reason why they make, they would like, don't let you just walk around with a bottle in the club. Right. Like you have to bring it to the bar. Like when, when they check in downstairs and like check in a bottle, they like have to turn in their bag. Like they're not around, allowed to walk around with a bag of stuff because there could be whatever in the bag. Right. They have to check it into a locker hmm. and then they, the, security person at the front will like radio me like hey this person coming up the stairs has a bottle or whatever so then they'll give it to me and i'll hold on to it because there will be guys sometimes who like come and they like want to share their drink with every single girl in the hopes that you know like and we just don't even want to go there so i'm like and also guys who will just like and girls who will just get really drunk and i have to be like no you can't have any more like you can drink water and they'll get pissed and they'll like throw a fit. And I'm like, I mean, you can leave, you know? <laughs> so, this is yeah. like, I, I guess what you're saying, we've talked to swingers in the past and like definitely understand that community of like swinger meetups and stuff. Like the, the, the number one rule is always like no single guys. Like that's where this could get weird and dangerous. So come with your couples, come with your people. You could swap, you could do whatever, but like you have to come with someone. So the fact this club lets single guys, that, that does seem a little scary because this whole thing just seems like every guy's like fantasy, right? Like every guy who's like, we're going to go out tonight. We're going to go to the club. We're going to get drunk. And like, I'm going to meet a girl and we're just going to start having sex, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. But that's like what this is. Yeah. Sometimes whole groups of like bros, like they'll be in town for like a conference, like a company conference Mm. and they'll come to the club together to have sex with people. And I'm like, all right, go off I guess now is this like guaranteed or do a lot of guys show up and like they're still striking out even at a sex club oh all the time (laughs) and it's so that's like also where I haven't experienced that at other places but at the working there I have because basically like you know some nights it's very dependent also on the night like sometimes it's only dudes in the building the entire night because it's raining outside, you know, like people don't want to leave their houses when it's like freezing in the winter, you know? And so then it'll be a bunch of mad dudes who just paid like $200 to get in the door to have nothing happen. And I'm just standing behind the bar, like topless. So then they like latch on to me or like, they'll be really, kind of like lurking over if like one girl shows up or like one couple the amount of times like at least once a night probably have either like a couple or like a single girl who will be like this guy keeps following me around can you like tell him to leave me alone Mm -hmm. so then I have to like do a little bit of security and be like hey you gotta get the fuck away you know is there no like security there 
oh no there's security there's like beefed up security so it's like I'll deal with stuff that I see and stuff with girls you know I think because I usually am the only girl there who's like working on staff you know so and I have no problem I think working there uh, before working there I think I was a little more timid and shy but definitely had to learn how to be like no get away she doesn't want to fucking talk to you you're ugly go away you know (laughs) and and um but if they start getting aggressive or anything like yeah and the owner of the club he's there almost every night and when he's not there and when he even is there he just sits in the office and he watches the cameras because we have cameras all throughout the club Mm -hmm. so he'll sit and watch the cameras all night. So he's like, and he's like ex-military. So he's like a hawk. Mm -hmm. He will see something happening in a little corner of the club. Like another issue is aside from like the single guys or like couples fighting. So it's like, we don't want that. It just brings down the whole thing. And also like, God forbid they get into a fight at the club and it's just like, you know, a lot and he'll see it and he'll page me and be like, go over there and see what's happening, you know, keep an eye on that. So I love that you're doing all of this topless too, (laughs) kicking people out. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You get pretty used to it. I mean, I was doing, I I think I mentioned this to your producer, but I was doing porn at the time. That's actually how I got the job. So, um, I I, I was unfazed by it, but yeah, it definitely like gets a little old. With that being said, are you like, are you allowed to, do anything with customers or is that just like strictly forbidden? No. Yeah. We're definitely allowed. Like all the security guys like get their dick socks, like every shift basically. Um, so, but the caveat, (laughs) so I like for money or it just happens. Just like, well, I feel like we, we have these like kind of beefed up, like cute security guards. So all the women who come in are like, Oh, the security, you know, I think that they have that like security halo effect or something. But then me, I feel like a lot of couples, a lot of the regulars, they really like me. But I only ever hooked up with someone once for, well, one reason. We only get 15 minutes to do it. So we get one 15-minute break if we want to hook up with someone. (laughs) Um, hookup breaks at this. Place. This is like the opposite of like an HR department. Yeah, at any yeah, job. No, this no. Is wild. You get 15 minutes, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, because my boss will be like, "Oh, if you want to hook up with someone, just have someone come. Have one of the security guys stand behind the bar real quick, and you can do your thing." But you only get 15 minutes, and for me, 15 minutes like doesn't even start the party. So I'm like, this same. This doesn't do anything for me. So I was like, why bother? Um. And then, two, I feel like I was working there a lot, um, like, for probably, like, an entire year. I worked, like, three days out of the week, sometimes doubles because they have a day party some days and a night party. So I'm seeing, like, the same kind of regulars all the time. And it's, like, a fine line because you know they want to sleep with you. And um, I always would just tell them, like, no, I don't sleep with people from the club. And it's kind of, like, just my catch-all to, like, get out of any of those situations. And then if I do actually see someone I want to sleep with, I just, like, slip them my number and, like, meet up with them later, you know? Okay. But um, but then, like, the regulars, like, there was one time where I, like, let 
you know, some guy like kissed me or whatever. And then like three of the people who are always really nice, but they're like, you'll kiss that guy, but you won't fuck me or whatever. <laughs> and so then it's like this weird dynamic where like, they're like, well, you did it to him. Why, why not me? And I'm like, oh no, I just have to make this like a blanket rule. Like Jeez. none of you get mm-hmm. anything. <laughs> how, long you been, how long have you been working there? Um, over two years now, maybe even closer to three now that I'm thinking about it, but definitely two years. Um, yeah. Cause I started during the pandemic, like maybe not peak pandemic, but once things started opening back up. Okay. Uh, does this, you mentioned $200 before. So what's like average cost to go out to a place like this? Um, I think it depends. Like I've been to some clubs where it's really, really cheap. But like, you know, maybe like, I mean, I don't know for a woman, I guess it's, it's, you usually get in for free single mm-hmm. woman couples. I think at our club, it's like $80 and then guys, it's like anywhere from like a hundred to 120. And, and then you have to pay for like the yearly membership fee on top of that. So, Oh, it's a membership fee. Right. Yeah. It's like, basically, I think it's like. They somehow, I don't know if it's like a money grab thing or, but a lot of these clubs, they'll like charge you a yearly fee of some sort. And I don't know if that like legitimizes it as like some sort of like a private club because it is like kind of one of those, like, it's not legal, but they are kind of everywhere, you know? Yeah. I was going to ask, like, there's no way this is legal. Like you can't just have sex No, it's it's definitely not. Maybe that's how the yearly thing. That's, that's a good point. That they like, there must be some sort of loophole. Like, if you're paying for a, like a social club or whatever the fuck, I don't know. Right. So I know that the club that I work at specifically, the one of the owners, he owns a porn company, like a small boutique porn company, which is how I met him. And he uses the space during the day for like photo shoots and video shoots. So I know that they lease the building that we were in under the guise of a Mm. photography studio. Right. So Mm -hmm. like when people come willy nilly, like uh, every once in a while we'll have like a run in, it's never with the police coming, but it'll be like a city inspector will come. Like the fire department needs to do something in the building. Right. And we have, it's like when you walk in, it's very clearly a sex club because there's all these like signs with rules on them. And there's like all of these like painted photos of like vaginas and dicks. And it's like, this is obviously a sex and there's beds everywhere, you know? So I guess they have to to be paid off or something. There's got to just be some sort of arrangement, right? Well, it happened one time during my shift and I was working a day shift actually. And there were customers in the club, which was kind of scary. So I was like, you know, they kept buzzing, they kept buzzing, they kept banging on the door to get in. And, um, my manager just came up and was like, here, put your clothes on, go sit downstairs. And if anyone asks you anything, just say you're here hanging out. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I just like put my clothes on and I'm like sitting there talking to the customers like, okay, I guess we'll just figure this out. You know, like, and they just would not leave these like city inspectors. Right. So then eventually they left like two hours later and we 
basically closed the club for like two weeks to like let it die off or I don't know what they did if they like let them come in after they like rearranged some things inside or like threw some beds in a closet somewhere but then yeah two weeks we're back up and running full business you know interesting and also you mentioned like single guys can show up do a lot of single women show up to the club I wouldn't say a lot no um but but there are yeah um there are a few women that show up they're usually like weirdly like they're either young which is kind of surprising because our demographic isn't necessarily young it's not older but like I feel like a lot of the younger women who come are like 20 21 like wow you could just go to a reg and like they'll be hot you know and I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Um, but, but like, go off, I guess, you know, whatever. Um, and, or there'll be, I think a few of them are prostitutes who are like looking for Johns, which we do kind of like frown upon a little bit. Right. Yeah. I was going to ask, not to get too dark, but a place like this, it, I would assume you have to be really cautious about that or like, human trafficking or anyone that's underage like is that something that you guys are on top of and look out for yeah totally like ids and stuff like we haven't had any issues with anyone underage the only thing is like obviously uh if they're under the age of 21 like our owner like they're marked like all over their arms with x's so they cannot (laughs) drink alcohol given to them by anyone or anything you know um but yeah, I feel like we don't probably see too much, like, uh, not really, like, human trafficking, because it is, like, an intimate club. Like, it would be hard for that to happen unless, like, it's pretty clear if that's happening. Like, even when, you know, the prostitutes come in, which love my fellow prostitutes, but also, you know, like, you just can't do that at our place of business, mm-hmm. you know, because it just is, like, keeps it you know, and it makes it more liable. Like it's already not a legitimate place. Shouldn't be breaking more laws by doing that here, you know? And we've definitely banned girls from the club for like clearly going there to like turn tricks or whatever. Um, but usually it's not a big deal. They'll just be like, okay, bye. And then they'll just leave and not ever come back, you know? How many people are usually in there on a given night? Um... It totally depends. Like on the weekends during like the summer, it's it's pretty busy. You probably see like 30, 40 people. But then like I know like the holidays will turn people out. Like I went for New Year's. Well, I worked New Year's last year and there was a ton of people like the building was like full. There's probably like 100, 200 people. And it's not a it's three floors, but it's not a huge space, you know? So it was like, and it was like hot inside. <laughs> like it was, it was bumping for sure. Do you just see people from all walks of life? Is there a kind of typical customer that you see? Um, sort of. So there's a lot of, yeah, definitely all walks of life. I mean, a lot of couples, it, I would say it's probably like 50% couples who are just starting out they don't know. They've never done this before. There's maybe like a 10% of people who are like 
I'm just curious. I just came to look. I don't want to do anything, you know? And then there's another like 10% of guys who just come to like jerk off or whatever. <laughs> Is this place just covered in cum, by the way? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gross, honestly. We have a porter and he basically like runs around after people fucking and like immediately like removes okay. the sheets from the bed, puts a new sheet on, cleans up condoms, mops the floor. So, yeah, that's um, good to hear. Because, yeah, yeah, I didn't even yeah. think about that. Just sanitary. Yeah, like, just like dudes jerking off. You're like the guy's standing at the bar jerking off. And I'm like, well, he must be coming all over the ground. Yeah. Dude, I they, just like I'm just picturing you working and there's like a trail of like four dudes just like jerking off like everywhere you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like I'm kind of stuck behind this pretty small bar. Like the bar is only like a one person size bar it's not like a long bar like at a pub or whatever it's like a little cubicle so i don't have anywhere to kind of escape to a lot of times so if they're standing there jerking off i just tell them that they need to give me money if they're going to stand there and do that honestly that's the least they can do (laughs) yeah yeah i'm like because then sometimes they'll be like oh can i touch your boobs you know and i'm like (laughs) Yeah, sure, if you give me money. Yeah, okay. And then sometimes they'll put a couple of, like, pennies in there, and I'm like, get the fuck oh, out of that's, here. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's a lot yeah. of married men, too? Yeah. There's a lot of married men. I'm for sure. For sure. Yeah. A lot of cops. A lot of cops. Oh, oh okay. Many, many cops. Um, it's hmm. kind of surprising, because you would think, I mean, whatever, you know, cops in New York... I don't respect him, but yeah, because I'm like, what or what is it going on here? You know, and even the club, like, it's funny because they'll let people in knowing that they're cops. And I'm like, I would think that you wouldn't want them in here. But the owners like they provide so much business because they tell their other cop friends they can come here and like have a good time. Oh, yeah. I'm like, all right. Well, but <laughs> it's quite interesting, honestly. It really is. Uh, are there any, you know, memorable moments, stories, anything like funny or crazy that sticks out in your mind? Because I'm sure you've seen some wild things there. Yeah, um, a lot. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I've had all kinds of stuff. Mm, some like funny, some sad. I feel like this one guy, he paid me like $100 to wrestle him. <laughs> And he only had one hand, which is like kind of fucked up. But I was like, yeah. And he was like, he was like, I could beat you even though I have a nub. And I was like, bitch, I'm about to whoop your ass. And (laughs) yeah, he like gave me the hundred dollars and we wrestled. And I was like, okay. I did win. Yeah. Yeah. I was at at an extra hand advantage. So, and then I'm I trained jujitsu. So then I was like, uh, and he was like, I was a high school wrestler. And I was like, I'm about to murk you. (laughs) Um, But then, yeah, other things. I mean, it's mostly just kind of like funny little things. I personally, it's funny because if people are really like going at it and like fucking like making a spectacle of having sex, kind of me and all of the employees, you'll see us like start to huddle around and we'll be like, almost like, he's doing a good job, you know, or like, like a dance circle at a wedding or something. Everyone just like, yeah. Okay. Cause a lot of people, I will say to like speak to the atmosphere. It sometimes 
if there's a lot of people who aren't experienced or don't feel comfortable, it's their first time, which is often, it's kind of like an eighth grade dance. Everyone's sitting <laughs> around and kind of like doing stuff, but not really going for it, you know? Like they're just like sitting around. And it usually it's like, even the one of the owners of the club, he always comes in with his girlfriend. If it's like that and there's a ton of people in the club, but they're all just like kind of standing up against the wall doing nothing, him and his girlfriend will sometimes just go to the middle of the room and like do stuff just to get it started. Because it's like one of those things like someone's got to start dancing and then everyone yeah. starts yeah. dancing, you know. That is wild. Well, yeah. We are, you know, very appreciative that you would come on the show and tell us about this thing that exists. I'm sure it exists by the thousands in the city, uh, but not many people know about it, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you guys ever want to go, I sent your producer the link to the club. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're just going to get one drink, though. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just one drink. We'll tip um, you. Tip the bartender. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Yeah, this is super interesting. Thanks for uh, all the details and giving us this insight into this world. And uh, it seems like you've got it covered and you know how to handle handle yourself. But, you know, stay safe out there. It sounds uh, yeah. a little creepy sometimes. Yeah, definitely. But appreciate it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it'll, it's good. <laughs> all right. We'll have a good one. And, um, yeah, we'll see you later tonight. We're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. All right, bye. Ah, uh, that sounds intense. I don't know about that. I don't think I'd like it there. Well, mostly because of the cum, I would say. Yeah. That is just... Yeah, that's just like a fantasy world, but it's... I don't know. It seems like it's got a balance of like fun and nice, but it also just seems like seedy and weird. And I just don't want to be anywhere where like people are jerking off next to me. Yeah. The jerking off thing is a toughie. Yeah. Especially it seems like that's a constant there. Yeah. Uh, and like imagine walking into that place. It's like a sausage fest and all dudes. And they're just beating their dicks. Yeah. Imagine like trying to like go to a bar, you know, like how hard it is to like get a drink in New York sometimes. Yeah, You're just yeah. like reaching over a couple, like light. having sex. This dude's jerking off. Yeah. yeah. Spotlight. Spotlight. <laughs> this guy's like hammering his dick next to me. And I'm like, you point that somewhere else, sir. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. I can only imagine. Um, yeah. No. Interesting place. Obviously these places exist and they exist, you know, all over. We've heard murmurs and rumors about these places. I don't know that I would enjoy it that much. I don't really have the the interest to be honest with you yeah it sounds like it would backfire like i could picture being drunk like let's go just to see what it looks like yeah, and yeah. then you're there and then you just like immediately sober up because yeah, you're, you're like, like this is just I too intense yeah, yeah i shouldn't have come i yeah. shouldn't have come here um but that's cool for all the people that go i guess um it is real it's happening i'm sure there's all sorts of different people like just you know successful people married people like who knows who knows just doing their thing bradley cooper's in there we don't know yeah the mayor i'm sure the mayor goes the mayor goes yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah for anyone out there that would like to be a guest on our show don't hesitate to reach out to us our email is opopodcast at gmail.com just send us your story and we'll get back to you follow us on tiktok instagram at opl podcast head over to patreon.com slash opl show and that is all for this week see you guys next time